I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. All right, guys, we are back for another episode of Mediocre to Masterful. And today I have Malika Holloway with me from Yay. Social Proof Success and the OMG. Hello, girl. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I'm really excited because what you're doing is important. I, um, outside of the podcast, I'm a project manager yeah. um, and I do consulting for entrepreneurs on the side as well. The question that sometimes comes up during those consultations is, hey, do you do social media as well? And I'm like, no, I do operations. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the complete opposite of me. Like, I'm a visionary. So I just see things. But in order to get there, don't ask me questions. I don't know the steps. That's where somebody else has to come in. So what you do is important for people like me that just have visions and dreams all day. You're like, I, how do I, I put this clouds. together? Yeah, right, uh, right. That's not my ministry. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit more about your business. If you can share a little bit more about yourself and the platforms that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So again, like you said, my name is Malika Holloway. I'm award-winning publicist. Um, my company is the official Malika Group. It's a PR agency headquartered here in Atlanta, Georgia, where we work with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and C-suite executives to position them as thought leaders using winning PR strategies and tactics. And so I say 90% of my clients are African-American, both men and women, extremely proud of that. And we reserve the other 10% for corporate clients and corporate projects. But in my journey, one thing I noticed was that a lot of small business owners, people that were just getting started, they didn't yet budget out for marketing and public relations and social media management. They were bootstrapping it. Yeah. And for the longest, I didn't want to help them. Like not because I didn't love them because I know where they started, but my focus was on growing and scaling, not necessarily catching the low hanging fruit. So that's where Social Proof Success came from. It's the DIY platform for small business owners to teach them how to, to how to get their ducks in a row so that when they want to hire a publicist like myself or my agency, they've already done some of the lead work. They know what pitching and following up is. They know what building relationships with the media is. So that's where that brand came from. It's a brand of the public relations agency. But it, it's become like my baby now. Like I've been watching <laughs> it grow for probably the past two years. And so I'm excited to see where it's going next. I love it. I love it. I know a lot of people that had ring to their ears. I'm yes. like, this is the service that I need. <laughs> what did she say that was again? Because I need that. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear more about your business. And really, in terms of the early beginnings of this, what were some of the, when you made that transition from mm -hmm. the official Malika group, and then it was like, okay, social proof success is something that I also need to provide yeah. to this audience. What was that transition, that pivot to say, okay, I need to unlock this? And what were some of the fears that you might have had in actually providing that? Oh, that's service? a good question. I was afraid of getting so caught up in getting the low hanging fruit that I missed out on the, I say the big hanging fruit, which was <laughs> the retainer services. It's one of my business mentor calls CPR, consistent predictable revenue. And so if I knew if somebody was on retainer for six months or a year, we were guaranteed that revenue coming into the company doing social food success and sometimes it still is a hit or miss depending on you know what I do as far as marketing and pushing the content out there and so I had a big fear with confusing people you know mm. they were people are in love with the OMG and so when I came out with the, the you know a new brand that was still under the umbrella people were like oh well what is this and I had to keep explaining it and of course it took me some time to get clear on really what I wanted it to be I think sometimes we get caught up in making sure we do it right and perfect the first time. And so we don't do yes. it. I just had to forget about all that and just do it, which I normally do not do. I wait till things are as perfect as they can be. But that fear of confusing people and 
I don't know if you heard it in business, a confused mind does nothing. You give them too many options, they don't know what they're supposed to go after or yes. what they're supposed to pay or what they need. And so that was my biggest fear was getting uh, sidetracked. I did not want to get sidetracked, but I think that fear was eradicated when I realized I was still in the same lane. I was just talking to the audience that I had pretty much marginalized and kind of put to the side in my quest for growing and scaling at a rapid pace. Wow. And now how does it feel to be on the other side of that fear? Now it that- feels good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. You know, I think when you and I talked and I said, you know, I never wanted to do events. I always just like to go to other people's things, you know, say my Easter speech, hug everybody, <laughs> float around like a butterfly and, you know, be on. And so people have been asking me since I first started business six years ago, like, are you going to do events? You're so personal. I'm like, no, nah, y'all do the events. I'll show up. <laughs> but it feels really good because, again, it's something else that I can say that I've done that I was afraid of doing. And so it's like another thing I can check off my list. But so many people are being helped. And that's what I'm in business to do. I started off as a bootstrapping entrepreneur. So I know what it's like when everybody's trying to charge you thousands of dollars for everything you need. And you're like, I'm about to go to YouTube University. I'm about to go to Google Classroom and figure this out. So it feels really good to be able to help people and see the results that they're getting on their own with just listening to sometimes my free advice. I like to give out my best stuff for free. Because at the end of the day, if it's just staying in my head and I'm not sharing it, what good is it doing? Yeah. It's not helping me. It's not helping anybody else. So it feels good being on this side. You know, I built another thing from scratch that is actually fruitful. I yeah, that's that. a good feeling. Yeah. I love that. I can feel that. Yeah. I can feel that energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good feeling. So I think something that you mentioned earlier in terms of like those early starters who are bootstrapping and they're not really sure if they need a publicist, if they need social mm-hmm. media marketing, what are some tips, some pointers that you can provide them that you offer in your companies to let them give them some insight? OK, at this stage of your business, this is when you should start introducing a publicist or something, some of the service through your Absolutely. other platforms. Um, I did a live. So I have a free Facebook group for the community because that's why I do a lot of the teaching. I'm like, hey, this doesn't cost you anything but time and action, you know, like. Most people are sending you invoices. Now, I do send invoices if you ask too many deep questions, but it started off as a Facebook community. That's all I wanted it to be. But now it's a membership training portal. It's the live events. It's it's just growing and taking a life of its own. So it's like a supply meets demand. And so one thing we offer is just how to tell your story, how to introduce yourself. When you come into a room or in your virtual world, like how do you join a Facebook group and you just hide in the background? How do you introduce yourself so that people know what you do, who you are and how they can do business with you if they need to? That's a great point. A lot of people, it surprises me that a lot of people don't even know how to do the virtual introductions (laughs) in a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So that's that's I have clients who who make upwards of $10 million a year and, and working through some of my trainings, it was their first time ever trying to nail an elevator pitch, never had it. And so most people... They spend so much time thinking you need all these elements to make money. You really don't. All you just need is 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 the grit to make money. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you always got to come back to center. You always have to go back to the foundations, your mission, vision, a brand promise, those types of things. And so I do a lot of that in the group in some of my trainings. I tell them how to build relationships because we know that's something that's missing from the business world. We, we're all after sometimes what can I do to get what I can get, but mm-hmm. not wanting to give. And so part of my job as a publicist is to leverage my relationships. So I'm not always asking for stuff. And I teach a lot about that. Like, how do you meet people and mm-hmm. not just shove your business card in their face? and <laughs> Like, hey, this is me. I love that because <laughs> in some cases and sometimes in our community, yes. we have the expectation yeah. that I, you look like me. Yeah. We look alike. 
So put me on. Yeah, I'm putting put it in quotes. On. Put me on because I'm like, nah. <laughs> so when they say no, they're like, well, she got a you know nasty attitude yep, or whatever. Time. And it's not that. It's a business relationship. Absolutely. You have to build that, start that foundation and not expect something from someone who right. already has a foundation right. set. Because they were, in, I feel like they were in the mud just like you. And then sometimes it takes you actually looking back. I was saying this the other day to somebody. I remember when $100 was a lot. I remember when spending a hundred dollars on anything business related was like, where am I going to get this from? And so now <laughs> I don't bat an eye. And so when people say, oh, a hundred dollars, I'm like, you ain't got a hundred dollars. But then I have to, you know, get back humble and be like, oh yeah, I remember when I was scraping up pennies and quarters trying to get a hundred dollars to do stuff. So I think it's very important, especially in our community for us not to forget where we came from and mm-hmm. not even people like to talk about like, our ancestors and things, but I'm like, no, what about you? You're about to be somebody's ancestors in a couple of generations. So yeah. don't forget where you came from, where you started before you kind of turn your nose up at people. And people don't owe you anything. Just because, you know, we're, we're all women of color. That doesn't mean we have to do business or somebody has to support us. It's nice if they do, but nobody's obligated to support your success That's except for you. Yeah, I like that. So you shared some of the clients as you were just talking that you've worked with, some million dollar mm-hmm. customers. Can you share a success story through one of your platforms with us Absolutely. in terms of how you were able to help them? That way the, the listeners can get an idea, a, fir- a greater idea yeah. of how they could better connect with you. So I have one client. She was a CPA. She was an accountant. And just using my free information that I share, like how to introduce yourself, how to negotiate, which is something people don't realize they can do, not just in business, but also in a professional arena. You can negotiate your salary. You can negotiate what you actually get paid to do. You can negotiate if you want to relocate or not. But a lot of times we don't know. We just take what's offered. And so just learning and listening from me, she was able to negotiate her first big contract, which was like 24000 a year. And to put that in context, some people only make 24000 a year. Come on. Right. And so I mean, she, that's right. one contract. Yeah. <laughs> that's one contract. And she was like, that's my biggest one to date. And again, that was just all free information. That wasn't Whoa. even my paid stuff. But she was one who, as soon as she heard the information, she was implementing. Like she didn't wait. And so she was getting the results all the way now to where she just did her first event, had David Banner as a headliner and everything. Wow. And she had like over 20, 30 vendors, over 300 people in attendance. And just two years ago, she wasn't doing anything like she didn't even think it was possible. But just I kept telling her, you have to show up for you first. You have to get people excited about what you're doing, what your business is, why they value it. And once you show up excited, everybody else would jump on. And so that's just one of the many stories I've had. Another client say, I want to leave my job in six months. She left her job in three, opened up a co-working space, like a brick and mortar business. She five, six times her revenue just from working with me for a couple of hours. So everything doesn't take forever, but you have to make a decision that you're ready to implement because part of the work we do, like 90% of it is never seen in the public. Nobody ever sees all the work we do Mm -hmm. as publicists, as marketers. They just see the end result. Yep. That's why I wanted to have you on the show because sometimes people are like, well, what does a publicist do? Mm -hmm. Same for me. What does a project manager do? It's a lot of behind the scenes work. So you're seeing our clients shine and do great things, but you don't necessarily see the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. work. The two examples that you just shared was through the OMG? Yeah, um, and Social Proof Success. So particularly through Social Proof Success, that brand of OMG. Wow. Um, They were not full service retainer clients. And and so Social Proof Success is like my entry level Mm -hmm. to working with us as a PR agency. And so they were like, hey, all I have right now is I can start at the low level. I'm like, well, if you can implement, you'll be at the level to where you can just completely outsource it to us. Because we don't like to say we're your outsourced PR company. We're like your business partners. 
I'm very much interested past marketing, past PR, like what is your business doing? Mm -hmm. If we can't help you to pretty much pay back what you're paying us, then we're not doing our job. So that's always a focus of ours as well, because marketing and PR is not cheap. It's a luxury service. Public relations is it's a luxury to have someone do that for you and be like, your spokesperson, because that's what we are. Mm-hmm. We tell our client stories to make third parties verify that they're credible, they're visible, they can be trusted. All the logos that you see people have, like all of that is what we call social proof, which is your social capital. Mm-hmm. How can you get people interested in what you do just by speaking, just by showing up? Like I call it getting paid just for being you. How do you get paid that's just for waking up? That's the best way to up? get paid. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get paid just for waking up every day? That's what building your social proof does. So it's like another umbrella under marketing, but I've kind of put my twist and spin on it. And some of the, the big publications like Forbes and Business Insider, they've backed me on it. So <laughs> I'm excited about that part too. It's like As oh, you should you be. Know, that's awesome. I know what I'm talking about a little bit over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is awesome to hear. I'm, that makes me excited. I hope the listeners are also excited and you're ready to get on Social Proof, the website, the Facebook page, where have you. The information will be in the show notes. Another day, another social media post created last minute. Let's turn those last minute moments into three months of planned posts. Join the 90 Days of Content course to learn hacks to better plan your content, gain more time in your day. If you are a solopreneur, influencer, or simply trying to be more consistent, this course is for you. Visit MediocreToMasterful.com to sign up today. What's next Ooh. for your platform? <laughs> okay. Um, so much. I would say that. Like, I don't even know what I was telling you. I was just talking to some of the women that are here on your amazing platform, telling them about a podcast studio we're opening up in LA. Want to do the same thing here in Atlanta because podcasting, I can't even say it's the future. It's now. Uh, yeah. Everybody's moving to it. Like YouTube is still popular as it, it's a search engine, but podcasting is the future. So we're working on that working on a film, some more events, global retreats. It's a lot of stuff we're working on. And then me personally, I just kind of, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I dibble and dabble in a lot. So people can watch me get a lot more focused, especially with building up the agency with our full-time employees, our part-time. Like we got a lot going on. Like you just got to follow us and just see. And then you'll be able to say, (laughs) I remember when they were at this level. And if they can do it, I know I can do it. Cause she's not that different. I'm the same person sitting next to everybody in the room. I'm not that different. I just decided to choose to do something different. And Mm -hmm. that's really where like all the success is coming from. I love it. Final question. All right. right. What does being masterful mean to you? Ooh, being free to do what I want, when I want, how I want it with the people that I want to do it with. Okay. Um, Bars. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could. I wish I could freestyle. That is the one thing. My brain doesn't move that fast. Um, But that's what feeling masterful is because I know what it feels like to be mediocre like and be comfortable with being mediocre. I, I was like that for years like because even in being mediocre, we're still doing better than somebody. And so for me, that was like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, no, you need to be masterful. You have to own all the parts of you, the good, bad, and ugly, and just be okay with showing up as yourself at all times. And so being masterful allows me to show up as me. If people love it or hate it, they're indifferent. I don't even care. I'm enjoying (laughs) what I'm doing. I know I'm living in my purpose. I know I'm doing what I'm called to do. And as long as that's aligned, everything else will just fall into place. Yes. So true. Well, Malika, 
This has been refreshing. Yes, uh, as usual. This is awesome. <laughs> and I know someone, this is beneficial to someone listening because they're probably in that gray area trying to decide, do I need a publicist right now? Do I need some help with my social media page? Or you already know it and you're just yeah. like not sure what avenue to take because there's a lot of personators out there. So they need somebody who is actually reputable yes. to mm-hmm. help them in that process. So I hope for those listening and looking for that resource that you find this interview mm-hmm. beneficial. Absolutely. And take that next step to invest in yourself and your business to get that social proof. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's all we can ask. I can offer it, but it's, it's up to, you know, the listeners to take action. So I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, thank you, Malika. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you.